Blog Talk Radio. Numerology is a system of ancient codes found in our birth information that gives insight to the lessons we each must learn in this lifetime. Elizabeth Summers is a medium and esoteric numerologer offering her knowledge of ancient wisdoms to help fellow travelers towards a more enlightened and peaceful path. Join her now for the magical world of numbers. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for visiting with me this evening in the magical world of numbers. What a difference a week makes. Last week, when I started to chat with you, our whole country was buried under ice and snow and blizzard and uh, wrecks and, and car problems and sent out good energy and love and protection to all of them. Well, here we are, nationally, pretty much now in the grip of early spring, and warm, and 60 degrees, and 70 degrees. Some folks have a water, a rain, but remember, that's all going to bring the beautiful flowers as April and May comes along. I tell you, doesn't, doesn't weather just teach you to be flexible? And I always think that there is a metaphysical theme that is connected to weather, that correlates to our own personal lives, that everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent. Only Mother, Father, God's love for us is permanent. And so when things happen in our lives, just think of the weather. This day too shall pass. The storm's not going to last forever. I will get through this. I'll just keep shoveling. What can I say? Tonight, we're going to have a rather interesting uh, hopefully for you a show that I want to talk to you about because recently I have had clients contact me about their seeing double numbers all over the place. Two, two, five, five, four, four. What does that mean? A little bit of fear is in their voice when they're talking to me about it. And I thought to myself, as I was preparing the uh, programs for this month, I thought, you know, if these folks are having these experiences, I'm sure there's a lot of my listeners that just might be having these experiences also, and that maybe I could shed a little light on the whole subject, if you will. So uh, hopefully this week I'll be able to uh, get to a couple or a few mini readings after the break last week if you were listening the computer absolutely misbehaved. It would not play my break music. It would not allow me to open up any of the phone lines. It was it was just being a brat. So we'll just keep our fingers crossed. And I said to myself, the Mercury retrograde's over. I don't understand what this is. But we trudged along. So hopefully, after the intermission, which will be maybe in 25 minutes or so, I will be able to open the phone lines 
and do just little mini readings for anyone who is in the queue. The call-in number is 347-855-8628. That's 347-855-8628. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Thank you very much. Nothing really outstanding astrologically to talk to you about this week. Next week I will because we have an eclipse. We have the first day, we have a solar eclipse, yummy, 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 in the sign of, uh, um, I believe it's in the sign of Aries. And we have the first day of spring, which is the astrological first day of spring. Astronomy-wise, March 1st. Weather-wise, March 1st is the beginning of the spring, if you will. But I kind of like the astrological because it introduces the Aries, and I'm an Aries, and it makes me feel a little fluffy-duffy. So therefore know that next week we will be talking a little bit about uh, the eclipse and the uh, equinox, and then we're going to talk about another rather interesting uh, subject that you can find on my website and go to my website, elizabethsummers.com or the magical world of numbers I have too and sign up for my newsletter because every Tuesday and Wednesday I send out to everyone who's on that newsletter uh, announcements of the theme for my radio show that week and that can also be found on my website under Elizabeth's radio shows, if you want to know what are the topics. My play, my shows play on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube and every place except Mars on the Moon. I kid you not. And so, therefore, I'm trying every which way I can to accommodate it for you. You can also, you know, uh, go to my website, to the archives, and click on the links. Today I had a very precious client who uh, called me to arrange her reading, but she doesn't have a computer. And she does everything on her smartphone, her mobile phone, which I think is the way of the future, so to speak. And um, she does them along to iTunes and Stitcher and whatever. And it made me think, I'm sure there's other folks that don't do that either. And she was comforted when I told her, no problem, go here, go there, go there, click on it, even go to Blog Talk archives of my show, and you'll be able to listen to them as a download for free, for free. What can I say? So tonight, we're going to talk about double numbers are different than compound numbers. Double numbers are one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, what have you. And that they are tools that our angels and our spirit guides use to communicate to us. It's a good thing. So we don't want anybody to get all fussy and all fear and whatever. If you have seen a pattern, pattern, pattern in your life, Maybe one and three or two and six. Or two and six everywhere, two and whatever. Don't worry about it. It's the repetitive pattern that is being used by your guides and angels to give you insight as to what they mean. Now, 
here's the tricky part if you're not a numerologist. Is that okay? You see the two and the six and the three and the three and the six and the six and the whatever. And you're saying to yourself, what, what, what does that mean? I see the pattern, but what does it mean? I am not one to reinvent the wheel. Totally not one to reinvent the wheel. That's why in the newsletters that I send to you, I will frequently publish articles from other authors, other websites, what have you. They're all saying the same thing. But different authors use different words and approaches that click with different people. We're all saying the same thing. And so, therefore, why am I just going to rewrite the same thing when another author does a great job? So, therefore, I hope you have pencil and paper ready because there's going to be a lot of specifics given out here tonight. On my blog, on my website, I have the titles of two books that are connected with tonight's uh, topic that are written by Doreen Virtue. And they are little books. They're about the size of your hand. But they are jam-packed with information about numbers, about angel numbers, and not just double numbers, but triple numbers and and quadruples and fives and six numbers in a and she has the whole formula in there if you really are into it. Personally I get a little fuzzy when we get past three, actually. I don't bother my brain with adding the formulas for the four that I see because I don't usually see four numbers repetitively. My soul just kind of sticks with two and three. Two and three. Although I must tell you, yesterday and today, I did see four numbers in a row quite often uh, throughout the day, and I'm looking at that saying, whoa, that's really cool. So therefore, if you're really, really fascinated by the topic of these repetitive numbers, go to my blog on elizabethsummers.com or The Magical World of Numbers, and I have the titles listed there for you also. I've also recommend that you go to the internet and um, research uh, compound numbers that are different, like ones and twos, one and four, seven and six, those kind of numbers. And there is an, uh, a, a Dutch author, a mundane numerologer. See, I'm an esoteric numerologer. I really delve into the spiritual qualities behind numbers. Not all numerologists do that. They deal with just the basic humanistic uh, interpretations of numbers one through nine, for instance, in various combinations. Well, on the Internet, uh, the author is Hans Dekoz, D-E-C-O-Z. There's a good numerology book that's good for beginners, very psychological, what have you. And on his sites, he will deal with a total breakdown of numbers that are not that are compound that are not the double numbers. So I do recommend his work for you if you're really fascinated by this. Tonight we're going to look at the more the spiritual qualities connected to um, the numbers and the messages that they choose to convey to you. 
nothing to be afraid of. It's really pretty cool because it's our angels and our spirit guides. It's their tricks, their tools to like tap you on the shoulder. Hey, pay attention. This is that we want to talk to you about this. So I thought before I delved into the number meanings, we should talk a little bit about who are angels and who are spirit guides. Are they the same? Are they different? How do they operate? So that you have an understanding, a better understanding of who's who, actually speaking. And so the angels, angels are a genre. I will do again another show on the various categories of angels and we'll get into this and what each one does and what have you. We're not doing that tonight. We're talking about plain old ordinary angels. They have never had an earthbound experience. Now that doesn't mean they don't come into human in some fashion, but they're not bound to the earth. They have an assignment from God, if you will, to be around us, around the clock, from the beginning of our lives to the very minute that our lives finished. They have a very much higher vibration than do spirit guides. And as I finish these explanations, you'll clearly understand that. Their vibration is higher. But they're really, really easy to connect to. You know, they protect us. They can give us a shot of energy if we ask for it. But what they don't do is they don't give you advice. They don't give you instructions. You know, sometimes I have to call on them energetically, like today, and I ask them, please, give me the grace and strength and wisdom to get through today. Nothing was wrong today. It's just I kind of felt a little low energy today. And I had a lot of work to do with my clients today. And so I asked them. They're like little shots of B12 vitamins. Just call on them. Guardian angels are with us. They've never been human They stay with us our entire lives. They care for our energy on every single level. Angels are the only spirit beings that can appear in human form. See the difference? Angels are like the basics. Up we go to the guardians. The guardian angels were with us. When we're born, they don't become human. They stay with us. They are our guardian angels. And so know that some of these angels come into human form. And I pick them up numerologically in the charts that I do. The number 11 is connected to angelic beings. And therefore, I like 
when I see, when I do add all the vowels of the person's name together, and I see the number 11, it always puts a smile on my face. Because I know that that is an angelic being who has come into human form. Now, I tell you folks, it's not an easy game for that, for that a being. Because the number 11, which is representative of the angelic being, is a little high strung. And it's very hard for it to be locked in the sausage skin of the human construct. And so there are some characteristics that I find in the personalities of anyone who has this number 11, especially in their um, vows. The vows are the heavy hitters. And so to look at them behaviorally also, um, they, they frequently will have very sweet faces, like really nice skin sometimes. They seem to run around apologizing to everybody, saying, I'm sorry, frequently. And a lot of women do this. The number 11 is the feminine energy. It adds to the number two. And therefore, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. They're people pleasers. Well, we don't need to look at that. Sometimes, and it makes perfect sense, these angelic beings carrying the vibration of the number 11 have overeating or weight issues, issues, especially around the hips, because they're floaters. Their energies are very light, very vibrational. They go up and down, in and out of the spirit world, uh, in and out, in and out. And therefore, their weight issues anchors them to the earth plane. So I think any of us that have broad hips, we should use that excuse actually, these earth angels are professional helpers. They're teachers. They're flight attendants. They're um, uh, air pilots. They're nurses. They're counselors. They're masseuses. They're very trusting people, and they have difficulty saying no because they feel guilty when other people Oh, uh, when they can't help with other people, they're just mama's little helpers. They have surrounding them, and they come into human form. They are surrounded by additional guardian angels, additional ones, because it's a little toughy for that angelic being to be in human form, and so they have additional guardians. You know, did you ever find someone that when they walk in the room, there's a glow about them, they kind of light up the room? Yeah, that's their aura, the glow of their aura. Earth angels fall in love in relationships with someone's potential. And then they try to coach that person into greatness. They take them on as projects because they see their potential spiritually, intuitively, and they try to work with them and mold them. Oh, it doesn't always work. 
And that all makes them very codependent. A lot of twos. There should be only one letter in a birth name that's a number two. And I have clients that have five, six, seven codependent in partnerships. They draw in partnerships that try that they try that they see the person's potential and they try to fix them then. And what happens? Unfortunately, they become codependent in their relationships, especially codependent in relationships with addicts or alcoholics. And unfortunately, they stay in relationships much longer than the average person because they're still trying to fix them. So the best thing for our earth angels is to live around water, to be around water. Water is an earth element, and it will stabilize them to a large degree. They need to stay out of crowds. They're light bulbs that moths attract to energetically. They are souls that know things. And a lot of the souls that are being incarnated now over the last 10, 20, even 30, but mostly the last 10, 20, and now years, are of the angelic realm. Starseed children, crystalline children. You can see it. Uh, When I do children's readings, I always send the parents a whole five-page article about the various explanations so they can recognize it if their children fit that, if those shoes fit that child, if that child is of that genre, so it helps them to understand. So angelic beings don't always go from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime to lifetime as human form. They will come into human form. Sometimes they'll appear, help someone out in a jam, and when that person turns around, they're gone. That's an angel. Many times they will go back into the spirit realm, probably to regroup from the sticky peanut butter of Earth experiences, and hang out there for a while, until they get an assignment or a a soul that needs them that they choose to become involved with. So earth angels feel different and separated from and sometimes alienated from other people. And this leads them to what they think is depression. Why? Because they feel different from their family. And they don't get it. They don't understand They have to stay away from chemicals. They have to stay away from violence. They have a very strong uh, sense of purpose. And a lot of times, regretfully, they birth themselves into families that are emotionally unavailable to them, that can be abusive, parents that are abusive. They have strangers telling them that they have problems. They look younger than their chronological years, and there are certain astrological signs that also carry this quality of looking younger than they actually are chronologically. 
we write it off to good genes, but mm, there's more to it than that. So how do you know, among other things, that you are an earth angel? Well, you're kind of ringing in your ears, especially when you're in very stressful situations, and it just comes out of the blue. But what's really happening, folks, I know that tendinitis, and then there are some herbs and things that are supposedly to care for that, and I'm not going to say no because I don't know about that. But I will tell you that ringing in the ears, that can just bebop in real quick. All of a sudden it's there. Is actually encoded information that's being downloaded to you from angelic beings around you, from your higher mind, that pay attention to, it's helping you with your earthly problems. Earth angels can ask heaven to reduce the volume. Just say, when you have that ringing all of a sudden, it's downloading, nothing to be frightened about. Say to your higher mind, turn the volume down. I do it all the time when it happens, and it is amazing. It's like you go from 20 decibels down to two. Bingo, just like that. Ask and you shall receive. So how are spirit guides different from earth angels? And both of them try to communicate to you frequently uh, uh, one of the ways, not the only way, but one of the ways is through number codes. So a spirit guide is either physical or non-physical who's come in to really kind of help other people on their path to spiritual enlightenment. Now, spirit guides have had previous incarnations on the earth plane and other realms too. You know, we're not the only realm. I'm not into extraterrestrials, but folks, I'm here to tell you, we're not the only ones hanging out in God's universe. Spirit guides can be loved ones that you have relatives, that you have experienced in this lifetime. But I will also tell you, based on the medium work that I do, that a lot of times um, um, relatives, for want of a better word, that are part of our family lineage that maybe my my client has never known, grandmothers, uncles, what have you, have never known, they will come into the reading. And my client says, I don't know, I've never met them. That's okay. They're part of, they're part of your karmic group. They're part of your sorority and fraternity in the spirit world, if you will. Now, you can ask your spirit guide to leave. And they will leave. You you set the rules. Always remember that. If for some reason you get an odd feeling, a strange feeling, something just doesn't feel comfortable, you address it. You say to that spirit guide, uh, 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 talk to them like a human. You who are in energy around me, leave. Go. I am surrounded by God's white light of protection. They must comply they must comply and you can call in additional guides and they have their specialty you know 
When I sit down to write, I call in writing guides. Or if I'm doing bookkeeping, I'll call in accountants. Spirit guides that have memory, experience as humans of being accountants or writers or singers or dancers and come in and be a support system. We all have spirit guides. They're our guardians. They help us with our creative work. Some guides stay with us for an entire lifetime. Others stay with us for many years, and then they go. Then they go. Because why? You have grown. You're not, you don't need them anymore because you have grown spiritually, emotionally. And their support system is done. You know, we draw to ourselves our own vibration. So they'll come around as as will um, as will angel uh, angels too, not just spirit angels, but angels too. They will stay with us as long as they feel we need them for our support system. This happens a lot when we lose our loved ones, our husbands, brothers, uncles, wives. They will stay around uh, intensely. For a while, because as a support system, they know that the human needs them energetically. But as the but but as the human becomes more accepting of the fact that that soul is not inhuman with them anymore, and they begin to move on in their lives, then they're not quote unquote needed as much from spirit as a support system, and they will slowly start moving away into higher realms, because they have work to do too, higher realms of energy. They'll come back. Bebop, check in. If you call to them, and they can, they will come in to help you in need. But I will tell you from personal experience and from doing the work with with those that have lost loved ones that over the course of the years they say to me I don't feel him anymore or I don't hear her talking to me as much as I did before or or like that and I say to them that's just fine that's a good sign it says you are getting better and they are getting better and they will leave and go into their own spiritual work that we all do in between lifetimes. There is a, a book whose title absolutely escapes me right now. I wrote about it, and I'll put it on my blog, which I highly recommend to anyone while I'm on this subject, which isn't exactly numbers, um, but it is a, the, about this very thing about uh, loved ones come around and as as we get better, they get better and they leave and they leave. And the final line in this very precious, precious book, which I highly recommend, especially to anyone who has lost someone, uh, the character's name is Billy. 
who's the brother who was in spirit and kept hanging around his sister and who was inhuman and she wrote this book. The final line he said to her was always listen for my voice and always, always remember my love for you. And that's how it works. That's how our spirit guides, who have been with us, are still with us to some degree. They might not come down and appear to you in full third dimension, but they try to speak to you in many ways. They will bring up a um, song that will remind you of them. Or if you are someplace and all of a sudden they pop into your mind, thinking that you're, oh, my heavens, I haven't thought about that in a long time. That's their communicating to you. It's not just by the double numbers. It is in a whole variety of ways. Case in point, personal point, a story. Um, uh, I have been uh, a widow for many, many, many years. And because... And, and being a medium is really quite fun because uh, uh, my husband visits periodically, <laughs> you know, and just like little things. And so one time I said to him, hmm, let me know that you're around. Because I hadn't heard from him in a while. Let me know that you're around. Off I go to the grocery store, the big Kroger's, King Supers, and I am in aisle seven looking at who knows what to buy. And over the loudspeaker came our wedding song, the song that we danced to as at our wedding. And I stood there dumbfounded. What are the chances? The gazillions, gazillions of potential songs that could have been played in the grocery store over the loudspeaker. And I just stood there and smiled and enjoyed the moment. And, of course, tears ran, you know, down my face. But he was letting me know. I asked him, let me know you're around. And he knew just when and where to do it to let me know he was around. And so, therefore, enjoy. Enjoy your visits with your spirit guides and your earth angels and your angelic beings. I am constantly, constantly sharing with you that you are a rock star to them. You are very precious to them. They are your support system. They are your spandex. And they will try every which way but loose to let you know that they're there. So let's take a break. Hopefully the intermission music will play. When I come back, I'll take real quick a couple uh, 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 readings, and then the call-in number is two, uh, no, the call-in number is 347-855-8628, and here we go.
Well, praise the Lord, it worked this week. I have uh, uh, someone in the queue for a reading. Let me get my papers. And um, when you come on, I will need your first and middle name and your month and day of birth. And I'm telling you uh, in the reading, if all the computers work here, what year you are in in your current nine-year cycle. And so I'm calling, uh, opening up the line for area code 443, who's been on the line, bless her heart, before I even went on the air. Are you on the air, 443? Yeah, hi, it's Kathy. Kathy, God bless you. I saw you. You've been on forever. (laughs) What is your first and middle name? It's Kathy Karen. Kathy Karen, oh, those are the K's. That is the number 11. Did you know that? The, no. the letter K is connected to the number 11. Mm-hmm. And it is connected to your attitude, to your emotional self. That's a pretty heavy-duty name. Um, uh, high vibration. What is your month and day of birth? Uh, December 13th. December 13th. Okay, so you're Sagittarius, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, and how old are you? 61. Kathy, how old are you? What? 61. Okay. Well, this is going to be interesting. Everyone who's 61 years of age is experiencing some sort of transitional growth in their lives. They're going to have to make some choices. This is anyone who's 61 who's listening. Now, uh, Kathy is Sagittarius. Right now, you are uh, getting ready, gearing up for a two-year transit of Saturn and Sagittarius. So you get yourself ready, girl, because it's going to be two years of transition in your life, of growth in your life, possible change of residence in your life. And so know that um, those that have a birthday number of a, of a 13, they don't like change. Dig in. They don't like change. And so therefore know that you are in year five of change in your current nine-year cycle. So you probably have now entered into what is called your third lane of life. And your third lane of life is called your wisdom years. What year were you born? 1953. Okay. See, I just keep saying, are, are you in in a time of, um, well, I, I have to just keep using the word change here, significant change that... You're going to wind up okay. It is particularly connected to your emotional life. I want you to look at your values this year. Uh, uh, Do not allow yourself to be manipulated and used by other people to make their life great and wonderful, and you get the short end of the stick. So know that be very flexible this year. There is opportunity here for you This year is going to turn out okay from what I see here. Maybe uh, something you've been working, working, working on, it's finally going to come to a head, come to fruition, and will resolve itself 
most likely in your favor. Are you thinking of changing, um, changing period, but changing location or house or moving along those lines? Um, yeah, I'm hoping to retire next year and move to Florida. Okay, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm not going to say no to that. Although I will tell you, if you don't retire next year, first of all, Florida, will you be living near the water? Excellent. Because those caves need water. Those 11s need water, so that's excellent. Well, next year, uh, being 2016 and 2017, uh, yes, I would absolutely say yes. There might be some relationship of family difficulty that gets a little fussy in there, but when you are 62 years of age, 62 years of age, you will move into uh, your sixth year, which is excellent for house and home and relationships, Mm. things along those lines. But I'm not sure if I would buy right away. I would maybe want to rent for at least two years and get your feet because I see another significant development in real estate coming down the pipe when you're 63 into four, around 64, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, All right. we, own, we own right now, and, and we were going to place the house. It's modular mm-hmm. home. Down in Florida. Yeah. Okay. No, that'll be fine. Don't see a purchase of property. Uh, but that would be fine, what you're saying. Place the mobile home down in Florida. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be good. All right. Well, bless your heart. You held on for so long, 54 and a half minutes. <laughs> you really wanted well, to was talk just... to me, Kathy Karen. I did. I, it was okay. You were talking about, too. Thank you. You're very welcome. Blessings. Bye. Bye. So grab your pencils and let's just take a few notes connected to uh, some numbers. uh, Now, I'm going to go quickly, but I will tell you, I did tell you that two very good sources for um, uh, if you want to have more information about very specific numbers that keep appearing, uh, recurring on license plates, uh, mine is always on the digital clock in my kitchen. I've always told you about I get voices and I get a lot of thoughts and a lot of visitations in my kitchen. And so the digital clock is is always letting me know that the guides are around, the masters are around. And when I see it, you know, like 10, 10 or 2, 3, 4, 33 or 44, those double numbers, I always recognize it and I always say thank you for being around. Thank you for letting me know that you're here. Thank you. Gratitude is the highest vibration And always say thank you because they're really trying to let you know. No sweat, no fear. We got you covered. So let's look at some double numbers. The double numbers um, uh, that, um, uh, like 1-1, if you see something that's 1-1, which is a master number, this is saying to you, pay attention to your intuitiveness. Pay attention to your creativity. Deal with any issues of low self-confidence. 
because you can achieve, uh, achieve great success if you get over your fears because the number two is a scaredy cat. It's, it's one of the fear numbers. The two and seven are, are the scaredy cat numbers. So, therefore, whenever you see 11, that's a master number. These are all master numbers that I'm telling you, but they show up. And if you see these master numbers, it is also indicative of your higher vibrational fields also, that you are able, they are sending you your vibrational fields, like they're sending information to a Ph.D. in college. Now, that doesn't mean that anyone who's maybe seeing a one and a six and a one and a six and a one and a six, that doesn't mean that's a bad thing. It just means that that is that their vibrational field to get their attention and what that means. So we're not just going to get all fluffy-duffy here. Master number 22 is really strong. And when it speaks to someone, when you see 22, it says, Use your ideas, use your vision, use your creativity, use your discipline, and get going on your goals. Make it happen. Bring your ideas to fruition. Kick it into gear, for Pete's sake. 33 is that of, of love. It is, it's saying overcome your own personal desires and goals and work for the good of all people. This is a master teacher number. It's a good communicator number. It says, open up. Help other people. Come from your heart. 44 is that of a visionary, and it's about abundance. That really grows through a lot of challenges. Has to re, it's saying to you, reassess your attitude. Reassess your attitude and your thought patterns. And allow life to build with you. The five five indicates a lot of instability and flux. Five is the energy of change, movement, freedom, let me out of here, and it is rock and roll. So it always means something is going to be changing in your life. It can come very fast and just be flexible. Don't be an oak tree, be a bamboo, if you will. 66 is about expanding your consciousness. It's about awakening your, uh, uh, your spirituality, if you will. It's very sacred. Look at the bigger purpose in your daily life. Get quiet. Meditate. Think about things in silence. You know, I'm always telling you, be in silence. 77 is like tapping, tapping you on the shoulder, bringing you into universal intelligence, into divine wisdom. There can be a lot of rapid aha moments, a lot of rapid awakening, because this is a mystical number. And it might be saying to you, go into solitude. Turn away from the outer world for a while and get in touch with the deeper spiritual aspects of you. Now, 88 is of self-discipline. This is Saturn energy, double Saturn energy. Saturn rules Capricorn. It also says be assertive. Take on challenges. Take on established rules. Be a trailblazer. Be a pioneer. 
Get organized. Be the executive of your life. And master number 99 is about being the humanitarian. Look at the bigger picture of your life. The bigger picture of your life. Be a visionary, if you will. Now, in the charts that I do, when I add the vowels together or the consonants together or the life lesson, there are five core numbers, and I'd love for you to contact me and have a reading for yourself. You deserve it. You deserve to know who you are. You deserve to know what's going on for you in 2015. So you can be in charge and be knowledgeable of your life. Well, anyway, for a long, 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 long time, and tons of books out there, numerology books, that's why I don't write another numerology book. We don't need another numerology book. You need to listen to me on the radio. The numbers 11, 22, 33, and some 44. These are old souls. Only old souls take these vibes on. From 55 to 99, it is very rare to see these codes show up in people's charts. It's rare, but it is happening. More and more, these souls, old souls, are coming to earth in, in uh, elevated forms in order to help people in their spiritual transition. So... What about triple numbers? Triple numbers. One, one, two, two, three, three, that, what have you. And in Doreen Virtue's book, uh, 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 Angel Numbers, she will elaborate on this more and different configurations. I think actually all the way up to a 1,000. It's been a while since I uh, uh, really perused her book. But anyway. If you see one one over and over and over and over again, it says watch your thoughts. Be very careful. But the number one is the beginning. It is, a, it is like opening a door. And whatever you're thinking at that time when you see one one one, your, your soul's taking a snapshot like that Instagram or that snapshot of whatever you're thinking about because it's going to open that door to that thought. Watch your thoughts. Two 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 says, "Have faith. Don't worry. Everything's gonna be all right." Two two two. Worry, worry. Scaredy cat. The three three threes are the ascended masters. Very beautiful. I told you last week. Three is my favorite number. Three 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 is about the ascended masters. You call on them. They're letting you know that they're around. Jesus, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin. The Ascended Masters, Kathumi is one of my Ascended Masters. Uh, he took the name of Pythagoras. He developed the work that I do. 444 is about angels, thousands of angels all around you, loving you, supporting you. The number four is a support number. You got it in triplicate. Very strong. They're getting to the point. They're saying, Sweet Pea, you have a clear connection to the angelic realm right now. And probably you are an earth angel yourself, so don't be afraid. All is well. When you see 555, just like 55, well, now we've got three of them, buckle your seatbelts because there is going to be a major life change upon you, and it's going to be positive or negative. It all depends on how you look at it, 
But your soul is saying to you, get with the program. We are in a natural flow. We've got to move along, move along, move along here. The number 666 is about balancing your thoughts. Stop Stop focusing too much on the material world. Get more into the spiritual world of spirit, service to others, and balance yourself. 777 says, angels are cheering you on. You are on a roll. Keep up the good work. Know that you are doing a great job. This is such a positive combination, 777. 888 says, a phase of your life is coming to an end. Doesn't mean you're going to die. It's a sign that you are being given to prepare for some sort of change. Things are winding up, either in your emotional career or your relationship phase. There is light at the end of the tunnel, so don't procrastinate. Let's Again, let's get a move on. And finally, 999, get to work. You're a light worker. Be in God's divine light. Your purpose is now. Help other people. Codes are used. Number codes are used by the angelic beings and your guides to say to you, we are here, we are here, we are here. I'm a student of the ancient Yijing and Eastern philosophy. It's what I study and practice since 1988. And this morning in my quiet time, I, I was given, <clears throat> of all things, can you believe it, the lesson number 11 to read which in the ancient Eugene represents peace. And I thought, oh, my heavens, this is like so perfect. And when the number 11 shows up in this particular reading, it signifies a time, hello, similar to spring. There's a strong flow of energy and harmony and prosperity that are your reward. So the teaching says, see yourself as a young tree now. The ground around you is very fertile, and there's sun and there's water and the wind is so plentiful. Keep your focus. Keep moving upward toward the light, towards clarity, towards purity of mind, towards the great heights, and don't get entangled in fear and gossip and inferior things. You're not going to enjoy the growth of the young tree. Stay balanced. Stay innocent, stay correct in your thinking, and good fortune is assured. Number 11, be at peace. See yourself as a young tree growing in spirituality. Know that I love visiting with you. Go to my website, send me emails. I'd love to do a reading with you. And know that I am simply a phone call away. If some of us get all caught up in the day-to-day. Take one day at a time. Breathe. Put a smile on your face. Be kind to yourself. Know that you are divine. Know that you are loved by Elizabeth Summers. Especially by your angels and your guides.
And so, until we meet again, know that I send you God's white light and its peace and its harmony. And know that I wish you all good things. And thank you one more time for visiting with me in the magical world of numbers. Thank you.